Mike, uh, we, we know that you know this where they are in the standings and where you guys are in the standings. And we, but we always talk about how this is a lot of parity in this league. How does a team beat another team nine times in one season? Yeah, I mean it's it's I mean it's pretty impressive when you think about it. I, don't, I mean you, you don't really get that opportunity very often, but to uh, you know especially with as well as this team you know on the other side is has played and and gotten better it seems every time we played them and and we just kind of found ways to get to get wins and you know it just shows you know, the resilience of our group and and uh you know it can get i guess it can get repetitive you know playing the same team over and over again you know teams you know find ways to combat your your offense and find ways or different ways to try and score goals but you know we're just uh you know, finding different ways to win again and, and, but give credit to their team. I mean, they, they're a hard team to play against now. And it seems like they, every time we've played them, um, they've gotten better and better. So it's, it's been a close game and, and fortunately we got the win. They've obviously, you know, Connor and, and Leon have, you know, feasted on them this year, but, but they played, they seem to neutralize them a, a little bit tonight. What did you see from your perspective on how Ottawa attacked that and how they just played overall? I don't know if they neutralized them. I think they spent the whole night in the offensive zone, but maybe they kept them off the scoreboard. But I think they they play with the puck most of the night in the in the O zone, and and you know it's hard to defend those guys when they're together. And our D were involved, and seemed like there was a couple more you know marathon shifts out there playing the offensive zone. So obviously that's big, you know, you know game momentum that way. But um, yeah, I mean you're not going to score every night as those two guys are. They got so many opportunities. Seems like every game and. It's not going to go in every single night for them. They're, you know, top players in this league for a reason, and they get picked on a little bit. But there's, uh, it's not a concern. Obviously, it was big to get Yamo there, big goal at the net, and and sure is a huge one for us, and find a way to uh, to get another big win. Jim Matheson, Post Media. Uh, Mike, some nights you, uh, you you can face 39 shots, and and goalie says oh, a lot from the outside. It did seem like they had an awful lot of shots within 10, 15 feet of you. Did it seem like a very uh, energetic night for Ottawa and you had to maybe be very sharp? Yeah, it was, it was a busy game. Like I said, they've, they've improved. It seems like every time we played them. So I knew on a back-to-back -back going in, I just needed to make, you know, some timely saves in there for a group. And, you know, we were able to get that second one and get ahead. But yeah, they were, they were coming at us pretty good tonight. And you know, one thing you got to give them credit for is their work ethic. You know, they work. And and if you're not willing to, you know, match that going back the other way, they're going to spend some time in your in your own zone and, and they have some dangerous players over there. So I think, uh, you know, that being said, we just, we found a way to get the win. And that's kind of been, a, been our motto all season long is just finding ways to get points on any given night and keep moving up in the standings. And how well did you know Anton Forsberg in his couple of weeks with the Edmonton Oilers before he moved around the league? Not very well, not very well. I, you know, but I feel, I feel for the guy. You know, if, you know, moving around to different teams with a family is, is not an ideal situation. And um, obviously, he's played some good hockey now that he deserves to be in the net and and to to be in the NHL and be you know be playing games. He's he's good enough boy to be doing that. And it's nice that he finally you know gets an opportunity to. To hopefully settle into a spot i'm sure it's not the easiest thing moving around with with kiddos and stuff like that so um you know i'm, I'm happy for him that he's kind of settled in one spot for for a little bit here thank mark you Spector, mark specter sports
So, Mike, the Oilers set a record. The, the franchise has never beaten a team nine times in a season, and the record goes back to, like, the early 80s. I'm asking you because you're the only guy on the team that was alive back then. Um, you know, I don't know if you have any appreciation for breaking a record or, you know, trying to further a record or whatever from those teams that were back then they were great teams right it's something to beat an Oilers record that was set in 84 they won the cup that year any appreciation for kind of making a notch in the record books yeah I mean I guess one that's been around that long is there's something you said before and obviously you don't play teams that many times during the regular season anymore um but to do it and you know not give the team a point is it's pretty impressive, I think, when you when you think about it. And then, I mean, there's always going to be games when maybe you're not feeling your best, or, or uh, you know, the other team gets some bounces or whatever it may be. But uh, you know, to get 18 points against one team is is obviously uh, pretty impressive. It's not almost. You think like Ottawa didn't play that bad against you this year? They had some pretty good games. Like there's got to be a loser point in there for them at some point, or or, or a break, or a, you know what I'm saying, a late goal or something like. Hockey's not, I guess, always fair when you're, you know, a young rebuilding team. Is that fair enough? <laughs> no, like I said, I mean, like they're they're a young team that's that's that works hard every night, and it's not a team you can come in against and go, oh, we, you know, just mail it in. You're going to get two points. Like you'll get it shoved right where the sun don't shine pretty quickly. So I think. Um, we we just did a really good job of understanding where we're kind of at in the season and. and not just playing against Ottawa, but I think we want to build something and, and it doesn't matter who we're playing. We, we just want to be building um, and putting ourselves in the position going to playoffs that we're feeling like we're playing our best hockey. We're, you know, we're doing the things that it takes to, you know, push games along and, and get important wins. And, you know, fortunately we've, we didn't, we've done that against Ottawa and we want to continue to do that against other teams also, but it's been something that we've talked about that we're not just, here to get two points and move on obviously that's the main goal but we, we're building for something bigger than just you know another win against the Ottawa Senators team that is a young team and they're going to be a good team down the stretch but I think we're, we're building for something more and and that's the most important thing thank you Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.